When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome back to the Florida Hockey Podcast, Justin Bedford, alongside Noah Russo. How you doing this week, buddy? I am quite well. I'm, How are you? I've been ba- I'm doing better. good, man. I, I am was sick for a couple fired of weeks up there, for some playoff hockey we're, to start we're back this to 100%. week. It feels good. Like we haven't had any games on the last couple of days, um, so I'm just excited to get going for it. Really? Yeah, me too. And I mean, the way it happened, I just, I just did not see it coming. Yeah, I mean, we got to talk about it because on our last episode. There was two games left in the regular season, right? We're talking about, um, I think I asked you what your kind of optimism level was of the Panthers getting into the playoffs. We're both kind of around that 70% mark. Um, They Obviously, they get a point off Toronto, which was big. Um, in terms about, of the race, like, like the fact that Toronto didn't rest their guys, how like gutless, gutless decision from the Leafs. What are they doing? Why? Like, 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 it's just, it's just needless from, first of all, like, I mean, you're allowed to do whatever you want, but like, you're just risking guys getting hurt in a game that means nothing to them. So it felt really personal. And especially the fact that they, they rested everyone against Tampa the next night. Yeah. It was like, why wouldn't you just rest the guys for both nights? Yeah. Like, why not get them a little extra rest? Like in a game, like, why would you risk them getting hurt? It's been good. It was um, absurd. Like coming absolutely up absurd decision. In, in um, but happy the Panthers to get one there. You different uh, and in terms of uh, how the last kind of couple of games especially. played out. Um, but, it was you know like 
like it's not like it's it was a combination of like the Panthers, to, you know, obviously getting the job kind of done against Toronto and getting the they, point. They but really, they're the Penguins choked this one. They're um, what the they're dependent on other teams not and doing they did so they did they not only lost to Chicago but they like they were chasing Chicago right all game. Right, like once Chicago got that first goal, they get another. Like, no, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure that game was one nothing for the longest time. Yeah, it was one nothing, and then Pittsburgh scored to tie it, and then Chicago scored two, and then Pittsburgh scored, and then Chicago scored two, and then I think they got the empty netter, and then Pittsburgh got one back. But you know, it's too little, too late. Right, like just like what a. Yeah, and then I mean, fittingly, they fire everyone right after, right? Yeah. Well, and the nail in the coffin also is like I know they weren't playing for anything at that point, but they did then lose to Columbus in OT. Yeah. And it's hard. I think it's hard to disagree with the decision to to, to yeah, you know, and take I mean, their management. The, the good in a thing is like after that kind Florida of end of your season, please both these teams at home. Yeah, which is good because um, we talked like when we were talking on the episode, we you. I think everyone kind of felt like yeah. Pittsburgh had the easiest schedule. You've gotta you've gotta think that especially for the and, game, like it wasn't even close guys. and you know, as much as the points were in the Panthers' favor, I they I had mean, the I harder matchups. Why wouldn't they? Um and I think it was also they nice have for absolutely Panthers to, get, nothing to gain from winning uh, this game. To to clinch it's not a spot like they're in the playoffs a, like race to get home ice before it, that game against Carolina because it just Exactly. It, you know, it takes a lot of the pressure off. Yeah. And you can kind of be not conservative, and, and, and but a little bit in like, terms of like you're not you're not going to do anything crazy that might get you hurt, right? Exactly. If you're a player, um, and so and obviously Carolina they, they might the actually have something the, to, like lose the first wild right? card, which would have set them like, up against Carolina. They end up matching up against with Boston instead. New Jersey right now that um, if they lose, should be a really a couple interesting. Games, one. Obviously, that the they're going to be in a situation where after the season they just had, they really have to win. Um, but really, just a terrific end of the season for the Panthers. And kind of, I was thinking about it the other day. It's just kind of, even the last, like, month or so, just so many ups and downs of, you know, they put some streaks together. Like, I think the team is not, like, in January, they were about yeah. nine points out. And then, you know, they went on some hot streaks, and they went on some cold streaks, and then they finished it uh, really, really well in order to get here. And it was just, it was a, it was a lot of fun from a fan perspective. Yeah, like I remember I remember recording our episode of the trade deadline. And it just we were talking about what we were hoping for for the Panthers for the rest of the season. It was just like like I hope they just don't give up somehow the number 1 overall yeah. pick to Montreal. Yeah. Which so, which they really are not doing. Um, so it's just, it's been such an up and down and like the speaks to, to like the clutch ability of the team when it really like mattered the most. And Alex Lyon was such a plug. He was, he, he got the job done. Like they, they, they don't get to the playoffs without you Alex really Lyon. No, like, quite like, simply. They, he, he carried the team and I, it's going to be interesting to see. Um, I don't, I don't know what Borovsky's status is for the, for this series. Oh, he's healthy. I um, I think I agree with you. I think like I said, Bobrovsky should start if he's healthy. But 
Now I'm thinking, you want to know what lion got you there? That's that's who should. Those start. are pretty funny. Yeah. Well, we'll because they get were into not. That a I don't think they yeah, were. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. In the back end of the episode, because I did yeah. want to, you know, for this episode, we don't have uh, an ad read. In this I was one. I was surprised. So I, I thought we'd just kind of go through and look at the, some of the other playoff the matchups. There's some really really good matchups, and he was adamant that it was a good goal. Series. So we'll go through them, kind of make our predictions. Um, and then we'll finish off with the Panthers Bruins series. Me and go too. A bit I was I was a little surprised. Um, that's the one we really all care about. Yeah. Um, exactly. But I think we should start this one off at West. And do you have a series you want to start with? Do you want to start with like the the arguably like most lopsided ones and go for the least lopsided ones? So start with Vegas. Okay, so you're thinking. Uh, I, I I was curious because I wanted to see what you thought was the most lopsided series. Well, I'm th- I'm talking about or standings just like wise. standings you're, wise. You're having yeah. trouble scoring um, within the like confines. Yeah, of Golden the Knights, Jets. Who you like? Who you like in this series? So I, I think this is this is one of the tighter series. To be honest, it's I I like I think Vegas will come out of it, but I think it's going to take them six games. It's for me. It's tough because yeah. there's a couple of things that factor into it. Like I think Vegas is by far the better team, right? And they've been really, really good this year. Um, very consistent. Winnipeg for a time earlier in the year looked very, very good. Uh, when Rick Bonus was first coming in as as the new head coach, then things kind of got off the rails a little bit, and they really had to fight to get into the playoffs. Um, in terms of the head-to-head matchup, I think Vegas completely outdoes them in terms of the depth that they have. Yeah. But at the same time, Winnipeg has some players that are just those game-breaking type players that can change a series for a team. Um, and guys that come to mind like, for me honestly, up front would be Nikolai season, Ehlers and Kyle Connor. Playoff race right now, are two guys that I think can really change a series. Was in, uh, um, substance and I think or Kyle Connor specifically, he didn't have a great like regular the, um, season goal scoring wise. I think he's NHL due. He's one of the better the goal scorers be in the league. I he really would is. have been very and terrified. So I like him to maybe you know kind of come alive in this series. And then the other factor is in net where Winnipeg has, and I know you disagree with this, one of the best goalies in the NHL, mm-hmm. and Connor Hellebuck. Well, I was just thinking you can at least count on Hellebuck blowing two games for Winnipeg. I'm pretty sure he's, like, he's more likely to steal two games. <laughs> um, yeah, like, I think these are two teams that match up well. Winnipeg's going to be very like physical. They're going to mm-hmm. bring that that game. And it's going to be a really interesting first test for Vegas if they want to kind of make it far in this me in too i'm like i i find myself yeah, having to like I, I, I check agree. myself I every time i say that it's a very it's a closer matchup you know? than the standings like would how suggest. many teams has alex lyon been exactly on and it really i could see it going either way i do agree i think it's going to be a long series i think vegas is a deeper team for sure they got some right. guys that can like I remember pop on from, each line. I don't line. remember him with Carolina yeah. at all. But I remember him with Winnipeg to Philly. me. But he, I would he, take like, he was Winnipeg's top from, six over like, Vegas' top six. Do that much in Philly, really? But I would take Vegas's forward groups as a whole over Winnipeg's. And then you go to the defense where Josh Morrissey's had a really good year for Winnipeg. Um, 
you know, they got yeah. a couple other good young defensemen in there. They have Neil Pionk. They have Brendan Dillon, who's, you know, a playoff style defenseman. Mm-hmm. But I, I don't want, I don't want to say Vegas in six as well, because that would be really kind of boring, but mm-hmm. seven seems too long. Okay. I'll, I'll go, I'll go Vegas in seven. Okay. Yeah. I'm thinking, I think Hellebuck can steal him a game. I think Kyle Connor can have himself a game. I'm curious to see what Pierre he, Dubois does. He's been the difference in the maker, series. honestly. Like he's been I think when Pierre Dubois presence that, brings his A game. As you said, has allowed he's an them to incredibly good games. player who's built for playoff hockey. But throughout his career, one of the things that's kind of hurt him is just the consistency of effort. And yes. it's and I I believe we kind of touched on this and mm-hmm. right before talking about this, like he. That play-in series when he was with Columbus against Toronto. Yeah. Like he was lights out for them. And I think that's like, that's when people you've got were, it. like really I, got turned on. I'm a firm believer that especially Dubois. come playoff times. I, I, I agree. I think that, that was kind of his coming out party as a yeah. you know, first line center type player. I think for me, I think you go to Bob for game will one. will be a really big but I think, factor in this series I, I think one Bob's way or the other. I think is but I think if Winnipeg loses like the first two games to Vegas, time. right? If they go down 0-2, I think you have to. I He's could see a million dollar goalie kind of losing faith. He's rested and kind of not giving it his all. Like if he thinks if he thinks they've already lost this series, no, I I, for I realize that that argument. Yeah, and like there's there's all these rumors about whether he even wants to be in Winnipeg and all that but, stuff. So. Um, but that's because Jack Campbell. Yeah, been he's back. got he's got to just block out the distraction and just right? concentrate on his game. Like Jack Campbell's not personally like, injured, whether he's Winnipeg back. is losing or not. Bobrovsky's it's he's a different gotta, situation. Like, like Bobrovsky's he's got injured. Make it as he's not bad. He's actually been yeah. and then kind of similar too. I'm also very curious about Re- like, like, like what we'll in, see from Jack in, in the, the second playoffs. half of the season. And he's, we, we talked about him before we started recording. Like, I just I, I kind of a guy who was really on trajectory of being you know, a superstar player one, in this league give him a very and short then he leash, just plateaued and then go from there and then he's had the injuries and obviously the like, falling out in all, buffalo like and ending up in vegas of, the odds are he had in a good Bobrovsky's season this year favor. like he but has the track record depending on what your expectations are i think you could say it's a bit underwhelming like he was good but he wasn't superstar level and, and that's I'm fair to see that's if fair and i think year, like if he can bring i'm coming from the point of view that Definitely, like, and your odds of winning another the series is, to is begin Mark Stone, with, like, what's his stats? Are probably going to be um, fairly low. I, I have no idea. I never follow Vegas. Like that, you can like, afford they always to just have guys hurt. Like Mark Stone right now is listed on in IR. Giving Bobrovsky Logan the Thompson start. is listed day to day. In, in, in this Will situation, like Nolan Lyon Patrick's is my IR, safety net. Like he's obviously not there. Yeah, um, like a shocker. Yeah. And but also the other factor too, and I just I totally blank because I was, I just looked at their roster again and I blanked on this. But Vegas does have Jonathan Quick. It's I I don't know. So it's is tough he, to say. he going to be the starter? <laughs> I think he has to be right. If Logan Thompson's so not if Logan Thompson's not one hundred percent, you like what you traded for Jonathan Quick. Exactly. This is what Jonathan Quick does. Like as much as we as I said mm-hmm. you know earlier, like Hellebuck could steal games. I think Jonathan Quick is equally capable of getting the job done in the playoffs, like you'd be, you'd be an idiot to bet against Jonathan quick in the playoffs. Like even last year, he was great for LA in mm-hmm. the series against Edmonton, which I know they didn't win, but he was a big part of why it went seven games. 
he was. I mean, I I have no idea what to think. Like, actually, you know what? I'm I'm gonna change my answer that now, now that I've remembered John Quick Vegas yeah. and five. Okay. That's how much I believe in Jonathan Quick. He's been looking real good, but yeah, that's it. That, that, yeah, I. Yeah, they're really Vegas is one goaltender like one goaltender down from just not being good at all. Yeah. So that that's my that's my concern is like if God forbid Quick should get injured or just not be performing as well as he could be. Like what's gonna happen then? Yeah, like I like yeah, I have confidence like, in hurt, Aiden Hill like, or Logan Thompson, but they are both hurt at the moment. If one of them's healthy, yeah, I'm doing I, a little I, better. But Laurent Bossois, I don't know if he's that guy. He's probably not. He's like, I mean, he might be, but he, I don't think he is. I mean, at the end of the day, like you just need someone to get hot. It doesn't matter what their name is. You just need someone to it's get hot in the playoffs. Not what I and would have expected. It, yeah, if that's Brossois for I, Vegas, it's like not especially impossible. when Bobrovsky went I mean, down, like, like, goaltending's like, like, oh, okay, like impossible. Let's just pack our bags, be happy that we didn't finish yeah. quite bad I mean, enough. Like, I, for we were talking to get a earlier pick, about how, but know, it's in the bubble and Thatcher Demko, and how unbelievable he was in the bubble. Like for that's Vancouver. that's where the mentality was at, and for, he's just for a bit not there. been at that level since. Not at all. Um, well, let's move on to another matchup here. We got uh. Wild card one, Seattle Kraken going up against the Colorado Avalanche, the defending champs. This one, Colorado did not have a great year this year. Like, they were hurt a lot. They were hurt a lot, and they they really, they ended strong. They did end strong. And they won't have Gabriel Landeskog for the playoffs, but they obviously have Nathan McKinnon, the Amico Rant, and they have an incredible defensive group when healthy. This is one of the best teams in the league in my mind. Yeah. Like I, I yeah. for me, it's yeah. kind and of, by the way, I mean, Tampa has I, I not looked Seattle like the Tampa, five. That, uh, not Seattle, oh. been in uh, Colorado and five. I, Colorado I think that, yeah, this is I, um, be a, a rather my, as much as it, hate, it pains me to say this, I think this is the year. Yeah. The other thing too, right now, though, the first round is because just Tampa's Colorado does Tampa. have McCarr and Manson out, and they are not a hundred percent confirmed for a game one. Like you assume, you'll see them sometimes in the series. Yeah, yeah, but it it takes you know, a toll. It's the, bound like, that's to a big eventually. part of their D right there. It really their, is their absence or inclusion. I think greatly impacts that team's ability from the back end like other because if you don't know those guys you're playing the two johnson brothers which Hmm. not ideal it's not ideal and i i i i look at seattle i'm looking at seattle i mean right now right and it's we're gonna very tough the upcoming games to gauge this lineup because not only is yeah, it it's like as a team they've never like, Seattle's never made the playoffs right this is only their second year in the league like Pittsburgh but they also have a lot of players Islanders who don't have and, a lot of playoff experience right like Jaden Schwartz obviously does right but guys like Wenberg like Andy Gord does too I guess but some of their other guys I guess actually you know what it's 50 50 yeah it go either way and I like I like Seattle's defense actually like without 
if you subtracted Kale McCarr, if Kale McCarr wasn't healthy, I prefer Seattle's yeah. D to Colorado's, to be honest with you, in a playoff environment. Because Jamie, Jamie Alexiak's six seven, which you can't teach. You can't, that's right. And like I remember when they did the draft that thinking like, oh, like this is kind of a decent decor. It is. Like, and I like I think you and I are both pretty big fans of Vince Dunn, right? Yeah. Or is it just me? Yeah. Okay, it's both of us. Um, Adam Larson, absolute beast, physically. As a hockey player, he's like, okay. He was once called the steal of the draft in 2012 at fourth overall. Um mm by uh pierre mcguire like they just they have a bit of sandpaper to them uh schultz and dunn can move the puck a good amount i don't i i like that and their forwards deep but nothing outstanding i'm curious to see how like playoffs more physical style how does maddie veneers adapt to that because mm. you know he is a smaller ish player and he was yeah. a big factor for them in the regular season but as a whole, it's really tough. Like Colorado, they've played a lot of hockey in several seasons. Goaltending uh, goal in this series is also not great on either side, I will say. That's that's the thing. Gorgiev hasn't been tested in the playoffs. And then like Seattle, you just – you probably – you lack the consistency you'd want at the end of the season. Yeah, like you've got Grubauer, Decord. Um, I just, Jeremy I, Canada. Like, I don't know if they're going Seattle. to, but I just don't see why they wouldn't, is what I'm saying. Um, yeah, it'll be an interesting I think goaltending is a this little is, different. I think it's one of the closer series. I'm really looking forward to, to this one. Tender. I don't think they have enough uh, available. Would you say you were taking Colorado in how many games? Yeah, Colorado in five. Colorado in five. All right, so you think they're just done and dusted. Yeah. All right. I'm I'm not even saying this. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to say this just to be, you know, different from you. Mm-hmm. Genuinely, in my heart, I believe mm-hmm. Seattle in seven. I think game seven, and I think Colorado gets done, especially in for by those an absolute stinker of a goal that Gorgiev lets in. Now, let me there's tell you how just, it's going to go down. Even the, it's going to be a point the, shot the, from the Adam Larson. It's going to off a defenseman's of skate. It's going to go wide of the net. Gorgiev's going to slide out of the crease just a little bit too much. It's going to bounce back out in front, and who's on the doorstep? Brandon Tanev's going to knock it home. Game over. I don't think that's going to happen. Okay, but if it does. Um, but if it does. But if it does. That's unbelievable. Does. Even if like half of it happens, I'm counting it. If it does, yeah. Um, We're going to have to think of something really cool to give you. Yeah, I don't know. It's like 50 bucks would be perfect. Oh, okay, we can, we can make that work. All right, fantastic. Let's take it out of the budget. Um. But yeah, that's gonna be. I'm. I'm actually very excited for that series. Um, next up, we'll go Edmonton, LA, a rematch from last year's round one. Yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, and I think we're gonna have a very similar result. That's the way you have to look at it. I think it's gonna be LA. Uh, not LA. Oh my! Why do you keep doing Edmonton? It's gonna be Edmonton. Um, Edmonton has just been like so good. Yeah, lately they've just been so good. I just. They've been like the best team. They've been one of the best teams in the league since January, since Matthias Eklund came in. Yeah. And you look at what McDavid and Dreisaitl did in the regular season. You look at what they did last year in the playoffs. 
I think, I they, think Edmonton will get, just have to, you know, probably better goal. I think they got good goal last year in the playoffs for the most part. But like, Stuart Skinner's been very no good shit. for them this year. Um, Their decor's but, a lot better. Like, Their forwards are a little bit deeper. You're gonna have to. You're gonna have to and either outscore play, I mean, Toronto, but it's tough because I think because Toronto I has an offensive off a bit last year, or you're gonna have to limit them. They had, you know, they really pushed them to the edge. They took them. I don't think to seven the, games, and I think this LA team is game plan against. Toronto I think these, I think both of these teams them. are much better than they were last time. Have a really solid defensive game against them. I I agree with you, and maybe play a little more at the end of the day, like restrained and kind of mental. Accept that you might get out shot and dry side on your team, especially McDavid's been playing well, and he's gonna have a lot of pressure on him, and you're gonna expect him to make big saves, and then you. I think it is. You gotta just. You gotta have that for me. I'm looking at LA's decor. Like LA's D is very good. I'm a really big fan man of rushes and just some of the guys they have on the back end. Like I really like Sean Dersey, Matt Roy, and Mikey that, Anderson. Like those are guys that I'm a really big fan of. But they're fairly young. They're not that experienced. But trying to and I think Connor McDavid will find a way to get past their D and to get you know good opportunities. I'm I'm thinking. It'll be a good series. I'm going to say Edmonton in five. I'll go Edmonton in six. Okay. You're going to only write it down. Yeah. Make sure we get our picks in. Um, And one of the things I'm looking for Edmonton in the series, and I can't stress how much I, you know, am against this player being on the team in the first place, but Evander Kane, I think like he was hurt a lot of this year. Um, he really battled through injuries, mm-hmm. and even when he was healthy, kind of at the end of the year, he was good, but he wasn't nearly as impactful yeah. as he was last year. I think he like he's a guy who's built for playoff hockey. He could be, you know, a big if he can bring his A game, he can be a big factor for for Edmonton. And you combine That's that exactly, with, yeah. You know, obviously the two big guns, Nugent Hopkins, tremendous year, Zach Hyman doing his thing as always. It's gonna be a good series to watch but i've got at home now like it's just at home in terms of when you look at deadline acquisitions there are very few if any that i think have been more impactful on a team than matthias at home at edmonton realistically oh you've cut out no all right i'm just gonna keep talking and like bank on years reconnecting Oh, you connected. You're back. It was you. you really do. It was you. It, it was 100% you. I, okay. you cut I, it. I, don't I don't know. I could hear you. Anybody looks at us. Okay. Well, as I was just saying, I think yeah, very few players had as much of an impact on their new the team. The Panthers have a make of a team yeah. that is tougher than the Maple Leafs. And that pairing with Bouchard, um, I think he's so elevated Bouchard's game and he's like, just brought that reliable we'll, defensive we'll presence. Get it out kind of filling the void left by Adam Larson from a couple of years ago. And that they thought Cody Cece would make. They have all the assets that. Which, they need why to, anybody would think that to, to beat them? I don't see them being able to out, uh, yeah. outgun I think them this, and outscore them, I mean, but I do see them as being be able to outsmart but them and Connor McDavid better and, you know, on the and playoffs, just capitalize on those opportunities animal. and just um, last one out, out west, with maybe Dallas, three one, Minnesota win. Capril Kaprizov coming back from injury. Dallas Stars, Jason Robertson, the hundred point man himself, Jamie Ben. He's back to his best. Yeah. Joe Pavelski, the ageless wonder. I'm trying to think of like other things to from this like from these matchups. Anyone else yeah. notable? John Klingberg's in it. Um, 
against his former team. That's fun for him. Yeah, I could. Yeah, that that'll be fun. Um, has he done anything you need with something, Minnesota? Right? Uh, anything positive or anything at all? Because they're different uh, answers. Anything positive, I guess. Yeah, I scored a goal once. I saw. He did get. I know he has at least one goal for them. That's good. good I believe him. against St. Louis, but I could be wrong. Um, this to me, like, I. This series could go either way. Really. Yeah. I still think that Dallas is the better team, though. Yeah, I think overall. But I think Dallas is the better team, but I think the best player in the series is Kaprizov. Yeah, and I mean, it, a lot of it's going to come down to what we saw last season in the first round against Calgary for Dallas. Was Ottinger stood on his head. He did. So if, if, he, if he comes out and does the same... It's... It could be a quick one for... Minnesota and Minnesota hasn't gotten the most consistent goaltending this year. Right. And like yeah, Flurry have... hasn't been great. Gustafson's it's going to depend good, on what New Jersey does, right? Not always. Uh, he, he's had some injuries and things like that. Because they're they, they need you're liking Dallas in this. Yeah, one? they need one. I like point Dallas to get. Yeah, I like Dallas too. The Rangers out of their heads. They have the experience. But... The Rangers could still. Yeah, I I mean I, I think whoever wins this is going to be a long series. I'd go seven. But you think this one's in seven? I think Dallas and seven. All they need is a point. Well Minnesota and then they're they'd be I'm a lot to, like, in Minnesota a much me, much better headspace. Who can really pop for them in this series? Um, Ryan Hartman's back and he can. I'm a big Ryan Hartman fan. He, he yeah, can hit exactly. someone if they don't have the puck. You bet he can. I mean, the puck had just left on the play. I think you're referring to. Uh yeah, and it yeah, doesn't help that New Jersey it. plays not his opponent, uh, Washington. It was in the vicinity, game. Noah. Also on third. It was in the vicinity. It's a fair play. Um, yeah, that was a egregious play from Ryan Hartman uh, the other day. Absolutely egregious. Um, See, I, I'm gonna go yeah, opposite of the Toronto games is, is or Matt of the Toronto okay? game. I think injured? he's really he's you good. need to you oh, can definitely outgun. Yeah, the where is he? The Hurricanes, given like here. just their Am I just blind? performances lately, and like where do you go? I think you go aggressive against them. Okay, I'm just going to assume he's there. I, he's not. He's not. Listening. Yeah, and he's had a really good season. A very good player, right? Um, to me, it's really tough. I I'm a I I really like both these teams in terms of the way they play and some of the players that they have. Yeah. But I'm gonna go with Minnesota in seven here, and I'm looking yeah. at you know some of their young guys to step up. Like if Matt Boldy, apparently he doesn't exist according to Daily Faceoff, but I'm assuming he's gonna be there. Um, I think he'll be a big factor right. for them. I also am curious to see if they utilize Marco Rossi at all, who has looked a little rough early on in his you know NHL career. Yeah, his limited amount of time, but I think at the same time we see it all the time where teams, you know, bring in these rookies, um, into the playoffs and they kind of pop. Sam Bennett with the Flames would be one, mm-hmm. um, to really come in and make an impact. So I'm curious to see if he can do something like that for Minnesota. Mm-hmm. Um, I also I know he's hurt right now. I don't know if he's going to feature for them in the playoffs. If he's going to be back in time, but I'm a big Oscar Sundquist fan. Um. The year St. Louis won the cup, I picked St. Louis to win the cup that year because of Oscar Sundquist. And that's the the thing about that is like 
that he's just one of those depth pieces that could really like change a series. I think he's one of those depth pieces that does so many little things well. He's got great size. He wins battles. He's great at just holding onto the puck and fighting through um, pressure from the other team. Those types of players, I think, are really, really valuable. That can, I think, that's what separates good from bad depth players. So, if he's healthy, I know it's just a depth player, but I'm going to have to side with my guy. We're talking about these matchups. They're so contingent on whether they rest guys. They don't. But at the same time, I could also very well see like like Jake Ottinger. There's so many variables, so many outside variables, so many. Who knows? Depends on what this team does and how they. That is true. like how their games Look, go, um, you can't project goaltending. You just can't. Like can't. it's going to be a like you last can't minute say, kind of you know this goal is going to carry this team. The like maybe there's you're one only going to get a sense of what but team you're actually me, playing right before the game. Yeah, I'll go. I'll, yeah, I'll, yeah, I'll go Minnesota in seven. But let's head out east now. Let's look at some of the Eastern matchups. Some teams the Panthers could potentially match up with later in the playoffs. Exactly. Um, you prepare for we the can't worst. start out with the most lopsided one standings wise because that's the Panthers. Um, we'll go Carolina and the New York Islanders. This might be the most boring series of the ter- of the playoffs. You I don't, know, isn't that I don't think this is going to be worth watching at all. I could be wrong, but this, like, Pittsburgh just, has been playing some really good hockey at all. Like, I, 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 the other night. I don't think either of these teams are that exciting to watch. Like, if I could predict this series ahead of time, it's going to be the Islanders playing dump and chase hockey for 60 minutes yeah. and Brent Burns taking snapshots from the right corner for 60 minutes. And whatever happens is going to happen. I think I agree. I think this is not that exciting of a series. No, I think it's going to be brutal. Um... I think good fan bases, though, like in terms of passionate fans. Yeah. I don't I'll think give it that. Like, I expect the fan atmosphere to be good. You know, get a little rowdy. Like I think of... it's gonna be like. Don't get me wrong; it's gonna be boring, but it's gonna be a close series. I think it, it will be. And I think for Carolina, Carolina's biggest game breaker is Andre Svechnikov, and he's coming back from injury. You know, what does that look like? Is he gonna be a hundred percent or not? The Islanders are just like they just roll four fourth lines that check hard with faceoffs, like. I mean, Barzell, I don't think he's going to be back. No, but like, I don't think that team changes much because of Barzell. No. Because no, he just I doesn't fit right. the system. Like, back, he just though. kind of exists in a system that doesn't fit him, right? You know, he's a square mm. peg in a round yeah, hole. Like, yeah. He's a good player, but that's just not his system. Right. Yeah. Um, I think Noah Dobson's really good for the Islanders on the back end. So good. Very, very good player. Um, <laughs> the Islanders, they're just they're a pesky team, like, and they got Ilya Sorokin. It is I could nuts. see I could see an upset here. And we we were actively, you and I, rooting for the Islanders' downfall towards the end of this season. We were like, the Islanders, they're gonna be the team that misses, you know. That's we're you know, our haunt was that's the team, yeah. you know, that would miss out. Um, and they just really never did. And they won some pretty tough games down the stretch. Um, to prove that they, you know, are good enough to be a playoff team. Who are you taking in this I'm, one? I'm, yeah. I'm glad. I'm glad the Islanders got a ticket into the playoffs, just because like that. 
that Bo Horvat trade would have looked awful. I don't think so either. I expect the, Pittsburgh the return, to get 53 shots on goal and contract to get and 18. missing the playoffs. That's probably not looking too good. So they Lou gets to save face a little, but I think it's going to be Carolina in six. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to take the Islanders in six here. And I'm going to say Ilya Sorokin has a save percentage above 920 in the series. That's and the remember, only way the, they can win. The so. Panthers well, that's can why switch. I yeah, three, yeah, yeah. one prediction. I got to make the other. All right. That's all Caroline and six. Who do you four. think is going to show up three. for them in this series? Uh, I think we'll see their D just be really good. Yeah. Like who, it could who be do you worse. like on that back end? I mean, Slavin obviously is. Whereas like Pittsburgh, a guy pretty much um, needs two but points. He's like a left shot, clinch. just like a uh, two, type guy. Two wins, and they don't uh, even clinch with yeah, two wins. Some have said. Interesting comparable. Um, <laughs> Some more right? body type, maybe. Uh, I, I, I really like. I, you know who I think can be a difference maker up front, which I would love to see, Seth Jarvis. Seth Jarvis is unbelievable. I don't he think he gets talked so about good. enough. He is very, very good. I was a big fan of him in his draft year. Um, would have liked the Panthers to get him, but I'm not upset about Anton Mandel in the slightest. Um, I am a bit curious about Tiva Teravine, and he didn't have a great year um, this year, not up to his standards. Up front, like I don't, I don't see any like other than Seth Jarvis, which is a great pick. Like Marty Nikash had a great year. Yeah, like Nikash is going to be good. Aho obviously is is a huge special up front, but we we can't. No, the the loss of Svechnikov really showed in the yeah. end of the regular season. Yeah, I I, I think it does. I think it that did. That Carolina team looked like a shell of itself. Yeah, I completely I agree with you. I also think like to to me it listen, really looks like it's. I know we've mentioned it in every other thing as well, but goaltending, Freddie Anderson me, in the playoffs. This looks is not like historically been. The best spot to lose. No, but he he has had success. Yeah, in I know it's a long time ago in Anaheim. Yeah, like there was you really do, and I think that like you've got to yeah, like I don't don't think you might even want to put money on it because you might make some money off of it because I don't know lately he hasn't brought it in the playoffs. I'm not convinced. I don't. I think I don't know if they have enough game breaking guys. Up front, and I think I got like I like I like Carolina's decor a well, lot. Columbus but they have, is a weird one because you kind of look at the you know, roster a couple guys that I would consider defensive it, liabilities out there, like Shane Goss to spare. And I'm no, not no doubt about it. And I just I see that guy playing playoff minutes mostly. Yeah, yeah the problem is basically and they don't have any goaltending. Other than that, I mean. Yeah, not not like I don't know. It's just sure I, it's not an exciting series. It's not. It really I just isn't. I can't I can't be bothered to talk about it for much more. That, that is all right. Is let's fair. go to let's go to some fun ones here. Toronto, Tampa. Let's get it going. Let's let's anger some Leafs fans. Like, maybe they they've got the offensive firepower right. that if they really wanted to, they I could. Do but it. I just I don't see. Yeah, it I know you will. But just with how bad Tampa's looked. I, By the way, Columbus and Chicago were both I, in a. I can't see them both in a Toronto. big. Uh, they, they lost to fight Toronto with a full for team last in the league. And Toronto to get was, Connor Bedard. Sat their two best guys. Who let's, but let's how hard pause was anyone here has 
19 points Wait, did you in watch six the game? playoff games no, in the WHO. Hopefully it, it, they weren't trying that well. It, like, obviously, there was, like, some guys trying. Like, obviously, like, Michael Bunting, you know, and Corey Perry were doing their best to, like, get at each other. But in terms of actually playing the game of hockey, like, I think both teams were just, like, I don't know, get it done. Checked out. Yeah, like, and why wouldn't you be? Right? At that stage. I think, listen, Toronto is a much better team. By far. I think Tampa's looked not great at the end of the season. And I think Toronto's looked pretty good all season long. They have a lot of depth. Um, they have a lot okay. of guys who good. took some hometown he discounts. Is, he is very um, good. To play for them, like Mark Giordano and Mitch Marner. Um, he could. They're a very good hockey team. But I'm never, I'm never going to pick the Leafs to win a series until they do. And then I'll be wrong, and that's fine. Because... Listen, should they win this series? Yes. Should they have won last year? Probably yes. Should they have beat Columbus? Yes. Should they have beat Montreal? Yes. At a certain point, I just don't believe you. Like when, whether you're the better team or not. No, and especially the, I mean, the Islanders. So I think come playoff time, Tampa Bay, I think Tampa Bay is going to play dirty. They're going to be scumbags out there. They're just going to run over them. They're going to take cheap shots. Toronto is just a little be bit. So I think they finish against four. Washington and they play Philly. And then Tampa will just take it. Yeah. And all the Leafs fans Montreal. will just like once again be disappointed. But prove me wrong, you know. But I'm gonna take yeah. Tam- I'm gonna take Tampa, and I, you know what? I'm not even gonna give the Leafs game seven this time. Tampa and six. See, I'm gonna go. I'm not gonna give Toronto seven. They do. Seven, but they really Toronto do. Six. I mean, they have okay. a goalie. They have okay. defense. And what, they what do you like about Toronto? They do. They're they're so good offensively, and they can they they have learned to play defensively with their known weaknesses. Right, yeah. like they're not good defensively. Their goaltending can make or break at any moment. Um, but they've somehow figured out a way to make it. Work. They will, and it's not yeah. the kind of team that's going to go down without a fight. Like this, this series is going to come down to two factors. Right, and and these two factors alone are going to dictate whether Toronto right. or Tampa. Because I, you know, I look the at two factor the two factors. I look at Chicago one, and Columbus goaltending, and I see mostly two teams that will Toronto's have goaltending show zero up. interest in also Vasilevsky. But I I'm not too worried about that. I don't think that's a toss up. I think he'll be there. Yeah, if Toronto's goaltending shows up. The yeah, second and one, I, I and know kind that, of, like, but it's just overall, I just don't teams, see it happening. But it Whereas is Washington Toronto's and even Montreal uh, to a certain Tampa extent. Tampa Bay's like, power play. Like, they have pride. Like, yeah. Montreal Tampa has, Bay's power like, play can't can really win a game. Worsen their, yeah, I also uh, think that draft it, odds. To beat Toronto. So there's no, like, you're not, you're not trying to advantage win five to losing. Four. I don't think you have to outscore that. I think you can limit the damage. I think Marty St. Louis for, I think you realistically to beat Toronto, you need three to four goals. Yeah. If, if Toronto's D and Vasilevsky can show yeah. up, Tampa just needs to score a power play goal. Exactly. Yeah. I, think, all they need. I think Washington me, falls I into think that same category. They've got guys who Toronto's run and like, they're not going to go down. I think Toronto is a team really struggles with adversity within a series, right? Like, I think if Toronto's going to win this series, they're going to win it in convincing fashion, right? They're going to be barely trailing in games. 
they're going to be yeah. in five or in six or in four, right? It's not going to go to seven because I think when Toronto faced it, faced adversity, right? I don't think mentally they're able to get past that. Like just historically Sometimes. they haven't when the chips are on the line, they just don't get it done. Yeah. And so, so I, if, I mean, if Tampa gives them pushback or Tampa goes up a game Pittsburgh, or two in the series, I, I don't see the Leafs responding. The but if Toronto just runs like, them out of the series, then they'll take I it. Fair enough, right? Getting three they points. should. They're yeah, a better see team. Them getting two points. See but them like, getting one. to me, it's like, do you know that? Like, uh, I think it's a Mike Tyson quote where he's like, everybody has a plan once exactly. they get into the ring until they get like punched in the face, right? It's something like that. I'm not familiar with the quote. The- quote but it makes a lot of sense yeah yeah and it's like everyone you like you have your game plan you go into a series and that's all well and great exactly like right up until you know that first bit of adversity and then things can kind of unravel that to me precisely. is Toronto. we don't even need to have this conversation so I just, if we win i can't pick games. them in this series until they prove me otherwise and then i can start picking them again don't get don't get me wrong i hope i hope to god toronto flops again yeah i don't think dubas is back if they flop again like I think it's. I think you could fire Keith. Like I think it be. I think you should fire Keith. By the way, if they don't make it, I think they. There's more to blame on him than anybody else. Yeah. Also, you know what? I've been watching a lot of Leafs games lately. Uh-huh. My hot take. I don't think people are talking about enough. So I see. I I peek over at the screen. I see Sheldon Keith yelling on the time. Is Sheldon Keith low key an angrier coach than like Babcock? Interesting. Because they're they're a point just, back. Just think about it. I. Yeah, I that's that's a looking, very puzzling, you know, looking from my perspective, uh, number to I be see honest, a lot more yelling and anger from that, that bench than I did under Babs. Not saying I think Babs is a great coach and they shouldn't have let him go, I'm just saying there's something to it. I'm gonna go with the 70. But yeah, this one, yeah, this one's gonna be, I mean, yeah, it'll be I, a good series. I think it's going to be a really good series. I, I think we see like... minimum one suspension in this series. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And my main culprits are going to be, Yeah, I'm going to go two from each team. Three from each team, my picks, because I've just thought of another one. Okay. So pretty okay. much. Um, pretty I similar. can see from Tampa Bay, Brandon Hagel. I can see... I was going to say Sergachev, but I'll go Corey Perry. And then I could also see Nikita Kucherov just like beheading someone. Exactly. As he I does. could see like every player on that team getting suspended. I know, but I, I'm only going to pick three. Yep. And then from Toronto, I will say Michael Bunting. But he, two... but he, he'll, he won't be at fault. Like it, it'll be some egregious thing that like. Yeah. Exactly. Can you flop your way to a suspension? I was, yes. I was going to say it's going to be for a dive. Um, right, it's uh, gonna be a two game suspension for just egregious. Has flop. anybody cup. ever been suspended for embellishment? Did he win World Juniors? I don't I know. So. I'll I can look it up later. Um, Who knows? Yeah, I he can see him doing like a somersault on the bench and they just like, um, the series. Um, other players on Toronto, I could see doing it. Ton of games played. I could see like Luke Shen or someone. I think you know, crossing the without line. A doubt. Yeah. And that's one thing, like, I do like Toronto so, yeah. can probably afford to lose a D for a game or two. Yeah, they only, like, traded for, like, six at the deadline. Yeah. Um. Other than that, like, who else? I mean, ooh, maybe Matthews. Yeah. Matthews cross-check to the face. Ooh. Oh, leaf slam. I like what you're thinking. I like, we've seen it before. It surely could happen again. Mm-hmm. Big statement. 
in the league to suspend him in the playoffs. And then yeah. he packs his bags and heads to Scottsdale <laughs> to live out his life with Connor Bedard and Nick Schmaltz. Um, right. Yeah, all right. We'll move on now to the second last series we got here. New Jersey, New York. This, I think, is one of the toughest series to predict. I think this one is literally 50-50 mm-hmm. right down the middle. Yeah, I can see, like, I think we could you could make a good case mm-hmm. for either team to win this series, like a very convincing case as to why one team's going to win this series. Yeah. Um, Like, New Jersey, they have the youth, they're Listen, young, like he's, they're fast, if, they if score everything a lot goes of right goals, with Boston, they have some playoff experience with guys contributing like Andre factor on Um, They picked up Timo Meyer at the deadline. Their the defense NHL. is excellent. Like that's uh, that counts for something. York They're gonna go down as one of the best like NHL teams. Said screw the rebuild and just like sign the best free uh, agents like for like best three NHL years in a row like and traded seasons. for Patrick Kane. Yeah. And Vladimir Tarasenko. I yeah, I'm who who do you like in this series? What are you liking? I think like the only thing that I, I really either. like if that goaltending, goaltending like that's why I would choose can the Rangers. Stick up, like you're gonna oh, choose the Rangers. No way, just because of their goaltender. It is tough because I think I agree. I think the Rangers by far have the edge in goaltending. I think, yeah, it is one of those series where if the series starts to get into that, like you know, kind of grinded out, who knows, very physical type of game, I like the Rangers to win this series. Um. If I'm the Devils and I want to win this series, I stick away from that and I just play with my speed because I think they have a lot more speed than the Rangers have. Yeah, probably. And they're yeah. like the Rangers are an especially like quick team. Like Panarin, Kane, those aren't fast players. Tarasenko's not very fast, right? I think with guys like Hughes and Bratt mm-hmm. that can really get up ice quickly, I think you can cause a lot of problems. So I'm I'm I like New Jersey in this one. I think New Jersey has the better team, to be honest. Osternock will but be one, just the goaltending. I think the goal. I think the gap in goaltending can like make if up. He, for that. If he keeps going on it, I on think this, it's going to be an on excellent this, series like, trajectory, yeah. and they can manage um, to win a cup with him. Yeah, I think this 100%. will be a really fun one, and it's a good rivalry series too, which always yeah. adds to it. Two teams that just don't like each other. Um, you got a couple yeah, guys that can be real physical on either side, and like. Ryan Graves, you have on the other end no, Jacob but Truba, who loves I, I'm not saying he's going to be a first ballot, but I think eventually, if he can, on all if they can win the a playoffs, cup, I'm going to take New Jersey in this one. I I like New Jersey to win this one. I think Jack Hughes is yeah. one of the best players in the league. I like their defense. They have Luke Hughes in there now. Um, and he looked he's looked pretty decent in his first, you know kind of cameo at the NHL level. Yeah. The Rangers. I don't know. I just think like a lot of, like I think they have a lot of big name players, but I think they've all just kind of lost a step and they just aren't, they're just kind of overhyped. And so I'm not convinced in them. I'm going to go with the devils. I do want to know though. I'm going to say devils and seven. Remember, he's Rangers younger. He's seven. younger than yeah, these guys. It, I think we're both. He's on got, it's got to be long. seven, right? I'll be so. I'll be surprised if it is less than six, at least. One hundred percent. Um, 
which means the seven. Like, well, who's one player for you in this series? The make or break that for you him anticipate is going to be really standing out in a good way, really pop. How he, you know, someone who maybe the, the you know, Bruins starts to become a name. Marshawn you know? and Bergeron are gone. You know, maybe he's going to be the guy. He's put together a couple good seasons, maybe, maybe not. But he kind of takes that, like, yes. you know how last year, well, I think that sorry, guy sorry, the Rangers kind of like, Andre Miller I don't know if David Krejci really, really, really stood out I... in the playoffs, right? And I think that's when, um, you know, yeah. maybe uh, more but, casual people really yes, started to take when, note of him as a very good hockey David player. Yeah, gonna be gone. That's gonna Is be there a guy in that in this series you could see doing that this year? Because I have one. I maybe two. No, I think it's just somebody that we're going to look at with and be like, oh, like, this guy's like, this guy's solid. Yeah, I think like one guy you come out of the series like thinking like he's a lot better than I thought he was. Yeah. yeah. Um, I got two. One for me, Dawson Mercer. Okay. From the Devils. And the other pick for me, and I think you're going to like this one also from the Devils, uh, Kevin Ball. Love that pick. Dude. I think Kevin Ball is going to be an absolute animal in this series. There's and only so many awards. I think he's going to get, you know, matchups against some of the Rangers. Um, you know, I think he's probably going to match mm-hmm. him up against the kid line. And I think he's just going to throw him all to the ice with one hand because he's huge and strong. Yeah. Like, I, there's nobody, like, I agree with your picks, obviously. Oh, thanks, um, I appreciate yeah. that. But, like, the Rangers' nope. third line, like, the guys I think, of as the Rangers third line, like Heedle hurts. It hurts. Caco. Lafreniere and Caco. Yeah. Those three guys it together is. could be a good difference maker for the Rangers. When they were last year in the playoffs. Yeah. So like there's obviously mm-hmm. them. Um, and then, uh, yeah, I agree with, with your devil's picks. Um, who's in net for the devils? Is it Blackwood Vanacek? Who's hurt? I... Somebody's hurt. I think Vanacek's hurt, to be yeah. honest. Could it be Akira Schmid? It really is. In that? I will look up their current lines, which, again, I don't think is accurate unless we just all, like, imagine like Matt Boldy exists. Um, Hopefully the latter. Right now, it is Mackenzie Blackwood and Akira Schmid. Vitek Vanacek is just not on this roster, so he might be healthy. Okay. Um, in case you were wondering, though, Jonathan Bernier is on IR. Excellent. That I yeah. was not yeah. wondering about, but thank you. Kevin Ball, by the way, is on the Devils' top pairing right now with Dougie Hamilton. Just yep, yep. We'll make our own story. That's sinking. Top pairing defenseman. I feel like, yeah. They'll, make um, the, they'll win the cup this year. Yeah, like... <laughs> <laughs> And and obviously this is the first go around in the playoffs for a lot of the Devils players. Yeah, this like the, the Rangers have more experience by far, and they have the better goaltending. Um, the Devils are just like I think they're a really good young team. I think I don't think there's a bad outcome in this series for the Devils. To be honest, because it is just you take the experience either way, right? Like obviously yeah. you want to win, you want to go on a run, you want to win the cup. But I think even if you lose this series or you lose the next series, I don't think, you know, you're that upset with it because, like, there is only one way to get playoff experience, and that's by being in the playoffs. It will only make them better in the future, regardless of the outcome. Yeah, I honestly think that this this is going to be the – this has potential to be the best series of the first round, for sure. Yeah, I agree. I think it has that potential. 
I think it's my other than the Panthers, it's my favorite matchup out east. Yeah, like obviously, like Panthers are are excluded when we say this type of stuff, but um, yeah, like this has the potential to be the best the best matchup. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I think yeah, I think it's gonna get heated. It's gonna be yeah, you know, chippy, and there's gonna be a lot of skill on display. And I think it's fun too. Like, and you watch the series, you're gonna see you know, like oh, we got kind of the stars of years past and Patrick Kane and. Or Tammy Panarin. I mean, that's another thing. Like, and then you Kane got to see, and Tarasenko show up. Yeah, well, you'd see all those guys who were like stars back in the day, and then you get to see like the kind of new wave of stars in Jack Hughes and Jesper Bratt and Timo Meyer, um, kind of coming in as you know young, really, really good players in this league. So I think this is a really fun series with a lot of really great storylines to follow. Mm-hmm. Um, and we just kind of disagree on who's coming out on top, but. Let's move on to the last one. The best series of the playoffs by far. Florida Panthers. They made it. They did it. They got to the playoffs. Wild card spot number two. Going up against the Boston Bruins after a historic regular season. They were dominant. But there was a team that did beat them twice. And that's the Florida Panthers. Can they recapture that magic and win this series? Never say never. Well, that's not a very confident answer. Like, I I think that, you know, if, if anybody does, Panthers would be right up there. Yeah, I think, uh, yeah, you, you never say never. Like, you know, you know, we're not dumb. They are the underdog in this series, and they are the underdog for very, very good reasons uh, in this series. Boston's a terrific team. They only got better at the deadline. Um, they have skill everywhere. They're kind of doing this whole like last dance style thing where they're just trying to like run it back with their old guys one last time. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it is possible the Panthers win this series. You know, I don't think it is confident. I wouldn't bet a lot of money on them winning this series, but I would bet some for sure. Yeah, and will. Um, but yeah, there are a couple questions in this series, though. And number one is we talked a little bit about it earlier, the goaltending for the Panthers. Starting game one, you last episode said it's got to be Sergei Bobrovsky. Now you're saying Alex Lyon after the two games. Yeah, I, I've thought about it for the past week or so. And it's like, he's the one who got you there. Where, like, not not that, like, not to sound like... In, ignorant or um uh, um yeah ignorant uh but like where was Barovsky like he wasn't there like I know he was injured and he were he was sick or we but then know, he was healthy really and he was just on the bench they were yeah. actively choosing to go with Alex Lyon so so that's the thing and I I think that at, at the end of the day you, you you gotta you gotta go with the guy that got you there and that's Lyon um not that Barovsky's not a good option I think that the Lyon leash is short short I don't. Yeah. I don't think he has a long leash. I think that he one bad performance and Bobrovsky's gonna be there for the rest of the series. Um, but you have to give him a nod. I I really yeah. think so. It kind of reminds me of a uh, a few years ago, not that few years ago, but a while back, when the Ottawa Senators went on like a crazy run to get into the playoffs, backed by Andrew Hammond in net, yeah, who came out of nowhere and led them to a playoff spot, and he was unbelievable. But then they got to the playoffs, and 
Andrew Hammond obviously started for them in the playoffs. It didn't go well, and then they did turn back to Craig Anderson, right? Yeah, I I think they still lost that series, right? They very much did. Yeah. It didn't go well, and I kind of see similarities to how that played out to what we were looking at now with the Panthers, right? Mm -hmm. And I think you absolutely have to go with Alex Lyon to start game one. I think he's earned that. And I think an important factor is that, you know, the games he was playing in towards the end of the season, he was playing unbelievable, but you also have to factor in the unbelievable amount of pressure on a guy in that situation where, you know, if you're Alex Lyon, you're playing must win games, right? So in your head, it has the pressure of a playoff game because you need to win them. Yeah. Right. You can't lose. And he was unbelievable in those games. You're also a guy who's without a contract. So in your head, you're probably also trying to play for your next contract, right? You want to show well. You want to prove that you can be an NHL goalie. So you have that also mentally going on. And he didn't really falter. No, he got not at like, all. He was one of the major, major reasons they got to the playoffs. I think you have to go with him at least for game one. Um, You can keep the leash short. But I do think even just in a head-to-head breakdown of the way Lyon and Bobrovsky play, I think the way the Bruins like to generate offense, which is, you know, it's a lot of lateral plays um, and not just, you know, cross-ice passes, but going cross-ice and then sending it back again. Yeah, I think Alex Lyon is better suited to that kind of lateral movement. I think he's better suited to a lot of the chances in tight. I think when, you know, when there's kind of scrambles in front, Sergei Obrovsky, he'll make the first or the second save, but he then just kind of loses his body position. Mm-hmm. Right. And then the third one will kind of go in. He can kind of get lost in his net. Alex Lyon, I think, is just a little, little bit calmer um, in his feet and in his movement. So I like that against this Bruins team. Like, it's it's not like you have to play back to backs. Like, exactly. I, I'm just I'm double checking the schedule here. Yeah. There are no back to backs in the series. Not this time. You have a couple day. You have a day, an entire day between games. Um, I think. I just I don't see what the risk is in if you're the Panthers, like there's no risk in starting Lion. Yeah, at like, the end of the day, the you are not supposed are to sti- win this series. Exactly, the statistics, like the, the the facts, dictate that you are gonna lose this series. They, they probably that you shouldn't even be in this position. But like statistically speaking, like. Like there is zero risk. I agree. With you. I think there is, like there, like you got to the playoffs, you did it. That's a big accomplishment for for the team and for the franchise. But I don't think, like everyone knows what the matchup is. Everyone knows how good Boston is. There is no pressure on them to win this series at all. I guess. Right? I guess what I'm trying to say is, I don't. I don't think that automatically, if the Panthers win Game One, that means they they win the series. No. I, I think that that's that's so false. So like, I I, I think that it, it's fine. Like, y- you should probably like like lose the first game. Just like you're well, sizing up try. your po- no, they shouldn't try. But like, there there's gonna be if a lot you do, of sizing up. It's not the end up. of the world, right? Coaching wise, there's gonna be a lot of sizing up, like different strategies and that type of stuff. So it's gonna be really interesting. And I, I think that with the Panthers, how they should treat game one is more or less of a of a like not a test run but 
just a, a really good opportunity to try different things. I think just throw everything at the wall and just see what sticks. That type of approach. Bingo. Right? Bingo. Like, just just try it. So, something will. And if right? it doesn't, well... It, it doesn't, doesn't matter. It doesn't right? matter. Exactly. Like, if you are get, if you think you're probably going to lose anyways, you might as well just take the risks and just see what happens, right? Because I think in that situation, that's your better chance of winning the series. It's just by trying that kind of stuff instead of just like, oh, we're just going to, you know, play a 1-3-1 through the neutral zone. We're just going to try to shut it down. It's not going to work. Mm-hmm. By the way, I'm just looking at the schedules now. Has the NHL completely moved on from trying to have back-to-backs in the first round? Um, I believe so. Well, it's... Because I remember it, when they did that, and it was just like, why? Well, they gave Florida back-to-back last year in round two, which was real yeah. nice. Um, it, I think, has to do with also the uh, the NBA scheduling. Ah. That was a big... I'm that not was seeing that. a single... There's not a single one in the first round this season. Which is nice. It's the way it should be, I think. Yeah. For me, personally. Um, yeah, it's... Yeah, but in regards to this series, yeah, no back-to-backs. I think just try a lot of different things. In your mind, I don't know how much you've watched Boston this year, but do you think that team has an Achilles heel? Yeah, I really haven't seen Boston enough to 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 say that. It's definitely not goaltending. Um, maybe if you can limit Pasternak and somehow they don't score more than two goals, yeah. maybe that's the Achilles heel. I, I, I don't know. I I I I I've watched them a decent amount this year, and I genuinely don't see one. I don't see a weakness in that team. Like like a, a, any criticism, I think you could have about a team. I don't think you can have about this Bruins team realistically because they are playoff experienced. They have good young players. They can score a lot of goals. They can defend leads, right? They can play any style you want and come up with a result. Their goaltending's been excellent all year. Like is there, is there defensive depth? Maybe like, I mean, that bottom got, pairing, if you want to say, it's like what McAvoy, Grizzlick. You've got Carlo, Windholm, Orlov. Okay, never mind. I mean, it's it's pretty deep. <laughs> yeah, I like. I genuinely don't. Oh, I, here's an Achilles heel. What if they all get hurt? What if they all get food poisoning? Oh, you're just trying to... Okay, they will... No, I'm not trying anything, but I'm just saying. Hypothetically, that could be an Achilles heel. Serve the team a dodgy tuna sandwich and just see how (laughs) it rolls out on the ice. (laughs) If you want... I mean... Like... Yeah, they got Tyler Bertuzzi. Like, they're, they're really good. Especially at home. I would not want to go into that barn. No, really, really cool arena though. Big fan. Yeah, yeah, very steep, very nice. Um, I, I would say maybe the only okay. I've just thought of one, an Achilles heel for them is I just don't think they faced enough adversity this year. They played every game, every team. Adversity though. Look, anything bad, like I think you know to win, you, like something bad has to happen, then you got to overcome it. They didn't really overcome anything. They were just kind of very good all year long. And guys were mostly healthy, right? Yeah, like I, I. So how do they handle if something were to go wrong? I I couldn't tell you, right? Like they're good on faceoffs. Like every, 
fast of the game. I don't know. I don't know their penalty kills. Like maybe that's bad. Like who knows? Yeah. Um, what about the health of Sam Bennett in this in this series? Because he's not going to be ready for game one. It looks like, but he should hopefully be back sometimes in the series. Do you think that is a big factor for the Panthers and having a chance in this one? Yeah, like it could be. It's it's so hard to predict, right? Mm-hmm. And yeah, I there's going to be a lot of factors that are, would contribute to Florida winning this series. That would definitely be one of them. Um, yeah, like we'll see. Yeah, like obviously, I think the team is better when uh, Sam Bennett's in the lineup and he is perfect for playoff hockey. Mm-hmm. Um, Boston also, they rested Bergeron on the last few games of the season. I'm not sure, you know, if he's hurt or not, if it is just rest because he is older. But I'm curious to see what, you know, his level is going to be at. If I was the Panthers, I would look to definitely keep Boston off the power play. But knowing the Panthers and how they play, that's not going to happen. Yeah. Um, which is, I would say, a bit worrying um, overall. I'm looking now to see if they give up a lot of shorthanded goals against the Bruins. <laughs> uh, they they give up a pretty average amount. They gave up eight this year. The Panthers <laughs> gave up nine. But, but I think the Panthers scored a good amount of shorthanded goals. So... I don't know. Like, what what is your final prediction for this series? Well, I've got to go Florida. But I do love that because we're both about we're both about to pick Florida after just talking about what an unstoppable like wagon the Bruins are. It's It's not even like it's the most ultimate like Homer bias you could have. Just contradict everything we just said. I'm like, nah, nah, stop by. Still gonna do it. I'll go four and seven. Four and seven. <laughs> well, I'm just looking here. I'm just let me just before I make my prediction, I just want to see how many shorthanded goals the Panthers scored this year. It was a where are they? Interesting. Where where'd they go? Are they not even on the list? Did they not get one? Surely they did. Um Boston scored eight shorthanded goals. And the Panthers scored. Are they not on this list? Did they score zero? No, nah, they must have, right? Shorties? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, they got six. Ah, that's not it. Who's gonna win? (laughs) All right. Well, listen, I'm gonna give you a really in-depth prediction for this series because okay, that's what the series deserves. All right, it's what it needs. Yeah, the Panthers go into TD Garden in Game One. The building's rocking. The Bruins are there. Brad Marchand walks out. He does his like Conor McGregor like dance with his arms swaying. He's like, "This is our time." Right? They go out there first shift. Panthers dump the puck in. Brandon Carlo goes to rim it around the boards. Whiffs on it. Carter Verhage on the forecheck. Swings out in front. Matthew Kachuk. Drive into the net. 
Slots at home, one nothing Panthers. The okay. building goes silent. You could hear a pin drop. The game continues. It's all fine. Nothing, nothing's really happening, right? Then mm-hmm. late in the game, David Poshnock on a breakaway hits the post. The building's all up in arms. Then on the turnaround, Aaron Eckblad picks up the puck in the corner because he's like he gets there eventually, but he's like not the fastest, so he's like he, that's why it was a breakaway. Gets there, flings it up, absolute prayer of a pass. Lands perfectly on the tape for guess who? Ryan Lomberg. Ryan Lomberg takes it hard to the net. Goes forehand, backhand, five hole. Slots it home on Olmark. Then he loses his balance. His skate, his right skate catches the right leg of Olmark, right? And he just kind of stretches his groin. Now, it's not enough to make him leave the game, right? He's not like that level of hurt, but... You can tell he's in some discomfort, right? Every time he's going down for a save, you know, he's a little slow getting up. Then, third period, Panthers come in, right? So what it's going to be is it's going to be a touch pass on the neutral zone from Kachuk over to Barkov, who's going to enter the zone diagonally. Then he's going to fling the puck across to the trailer, which is Brandon Montour, who's going to shoot a puck so hard, no one even sees it. Next thing you know, horn goes off. 3 nothing Panthers. That's game one. Game two. This one. Credit where credit's due. Boston gets Just one Just out of curiosity, how many games are you going to do this for? I'm going to go briefly for the next ones. Okay. The second game. Boston, we're not even going to talk about it. They win this one, all right? They're not going to get swept at home. Let's not, let's not kid ourselves, right? Yeah. But game three, the Bruins just aren't prepared for the electric atmosphere of FLA Live Arena. The building's rocking. The fans are rowdy. Early on in the game, it's a big hit from Radko Gudis. The crowd goes nuts, right? And you can see that uh, it's Charlie Coyle. He's a bit slow to get up. Yeah. That one ends up being 4-3 Panthers in OT. So now the Panthers are up 2-1 in this series. Now, you're going on Twitter and you're seeing all these people on hockey Twitter talking about, oh my goodness, Bruins are down 2-1 in the series. There's no way a team could actually beat the Bruins in the playoffs. How? Next. Flash forward. It's game four right? It's looking like it's going to overtime. It's tied 3-3. Then, late in the game, guess who? It's Taylor Hall. He wins it with 10 seconds left in the game. The building's up in arms. They're devastated. We go back to Boston. It's 2-2 the series. Game five of the Garden. They're rocking, but there's a little bit of uncomfortable. You know, they're a little uncomfortable. They can yeah. tell the series is a lot closer than they thought it was going to be. Then, out of nowhere, it's just an absolute bombardment of goals. The Panthers put up a four spot in the first period. See a later, Linus Olmark, Jeremy Swayman comes in. But the Bruins put up a good push, but they lose four to two. Game six, back at FLA Live Arena. It is raining outside. Not great weather. The Bruins are there. Their season's on the line. Their historic season early in the game. It's looking good. Boston's just putting on a ton of pressure, but they can't solve Alex Lyon. He's simply too good. And then they finally break through. It's one nothing Boston. Then, moments later, Mark Stahl springs a pass to Eric Stahl. Slots at home, 1-1. The building's going nuts, even though a lot of people don't like Eric Stahl anymore. Then, later in the game, who would be the hero in game six to score a late one with four and a half minutes left? It's Anthony Duclair, you're right. 
he speeds in. He flies right past Grizzlick, right? Coming in on the right side, cuts in. And it looks like he's going to go forehand, backhand around the outside, but he kind of just chips it short side over Ooh. the leg of uh, Olmark, who's back now. He's still a little banged up. Um, take it 2-1, and then with the net pulled, it's a blast from Charlie McAvoy, tipped in the high slot by Patrice Bergeron, off the post, ricochets out, Rad Kokuda slaps it down the ice, goal. 41 Panthers. I'm going to say Panthers in six. Okay, and with all those things coming to fruition? Yeah. Yeah. If even one doesn't come true, I'm not counting it. That's, uh, I can, that's, I won't count it either. Um, but yeah, that does it for this, uh, this, yeah, this segment of the podcast and this episode of the podcast. I know that dragged on super long and you have stuff to do and I have stuff to do. So we're going to get to that. <laughs> <laughs> this went on so long. Um, <laughs> and I know what you're thinking. It's probably my fault and I didn't need to go into that detail. My <laughs> description of the series. Uh, but what's done is done. Um, so we'll call it there for this one. We'll be back next Sunday with a brand new episode where we're going to talk about uh, the first few games from the series um, and talk about that electric goal from Carter Verhage getting the Panthers on the board early in game one. Um, so, yeah, should be a lot of fun. Thank you so much to everyone tuning and listening. I uh, hope everyone enjoys this playoff run for however long it is. And, yeah, we'll see you all next week. Panthers are back.